0: The Spiritual Surgery Podcast with Paula Mary, international psychic medium and healer. The Spiritual Surgery Podcast is a development show focusing on techniques, debates, guests, and much more. To get in touch, email spiritualsurgery at psychicclinic.com. Annie Bryson is a healer, Psychic and medium. For over 20 years, she has studied and practiced energy and alternative healing modalities. She currently has a practice that does one on one sessions to help people achieve their goals. Her practice includes helping others with achieve better health, shifting careers, creating abundance and helping people find loving relationships. And that's a tough one. (laughs) And his main goal is to help you create a life you love. Her practices also includes teaching classes, specializing in helping her students learn how to use their intuition and feeling more empowered. Annie also loves to help others and empaths understand what it is, is that they are feeling, how they are feeling, and why. One of her favourite tools she teaches is the Empaths flow chart, giving others a way to understand what it is that they are feeling. And solutions to clear it now I know Annie Bryson back in the day <laughs> so I'm delighted to welcome Annie back onto spiritual surgery podcast how are you my love
1: oh I'm doing very well Paula thank you so much how are you doing
0: I'm doing really good and I'm delighted to talk to you and reconnect with you it's like. <sighs>
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. No, oh, it's fantastic.
0: Well, I know how good you are. You see, that's the key, because <laughs> listeners, I have um, Annie came on a med- mediumship sort of course with me, a psychic development some years back now. Annie, wasn't it?
1: Yes, it was. Yeah.
0: And you, ha- you really have it. You you do have the uh, wonderful um, ability. And so that's why you're coming on. Not everyone
1: comes on this show, you see. <laughs> Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you.
0: So we're here tonight to talk all about your work as an intuitive counsellor. And I really want to talk about that as well later on, because a lot of people, especially in England, I don't know about you, Annie, but there's lots of people out there saying you develop your psychic skills using your intuitive and some people say oh no you must use your psychic so there's a bit of a to and fro at the moment so I want to get right down to it on what your opinion is on that but first we want to talk all about your first spiritual experience you can remember when growing up
1: oh yes yeah you know um So when I was 14 years old, I had a close friend who was the same age pass away. And it was very upsetting to a lot of people. The whole community was very upset. His family was just devastated. And um, it was a really challenging time. And when that happened, I had this really weird urge to write to him I wanted to write to him mm-hmm. and I didn't understand it I you know I sat down and I wrote him letters I I miss you but I was telling a friend this weird urge I had and she said let let's try something because she had heard of this mm-hmm. she got out a piece of paper and pencil and had me just sit there and she's like let's see if somebody writes to you
0: wow okay. I'm going okay, see.
1: Yeah, it was. So I sat there for a moment and the pencil slowly started to write. Wow. And every sentence that came through, it got faster and faster. And it was him, it was my friend coming through he wanted to communicate to me that he was okay. He was doing well. Mm -hmm. Um, He told me that he was with his family at the time. He was kind of watching over them and making sure that they were okay. And so uh, just wanted to tell me it's okay. Everything is okay
0: gosh and could you tell people about your experience obviously you could tell your friend because she was there but could you speak to your family members about that
1: I did not (laughs) I I I didn't really know what to think of it at the time I didn't know what to say um I didn't I It was a little, um, it was so out of the blue for me. I didn't, I didn't know what to do, but what I did is I did sit down and I, I kept doing it for a few days. Wow. And finally on the third day, he came through very urgently and said, it's time for me to go. This is my goodbye. My final goodbye. I have to leave now. Yes. And i i
0: and so, didn't i'm oh i'm I can really feel that energy around that but it feels yeah. really sort of beautiful as well and it was meant to you you were both meant to speak to each other
1: it wa- it was amazing and you know I I do look back and I wish at the time I would have told more people about it but I I was a little nervous I didn't know what to say yeah. and I and you know I grew up Catholic and you know you don't talk about I don't know that just you know wasn't in the realm of you know. uh, religious beliefs but it was so comforting to know he was right there he was okay um and it was really incredible. And it kind of made me, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to know more. And so I kind of, I tried for a few days after to see if I could bring him back through.
0: Right. And
1: I, I could, I couldn't get him to come back through because right. he had transitioned over and yes. he had to do whatever he needed to do. Yes.
0: Yes. But, because we can't force a connection, can we? A lot of people, you know, in the past have said, right, I want you to get this person. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't quite work like that. You know, they'll come to you. Um, they'll come through me if they want to speak to you sort of thing. You can't force someone in spirit to come down, can you?
1: Yes, I agree with you 100% on that. Um, no, you can't force them. I always look at it how I've seen it and how I explain to people who really want someone to come through is I tell them, it feels like to me, they're doing a job on the other side, they're doing Uh something and sometimes they're preoccupied and they can't come right through. And so, you know, yeah, you're right. It doesn't always work that way. It doesn't
0: always work that way. I think, uh, you know, uh, in my feeling, you can as soon as someone passes over, you can communicate with them. I feel you can, but I think it all depends on the trauma of that person and how they passed over as well, and if they were they needed lots of healing. But also with the relationship, you know, some some people perhaps if they uh, they pass over and they they've suicide, then they won't want to speak the the spirit because they're too traumatized about how the, the family. Family are feeling. So they have to get that healing they need. Not all the time, but I think there are that, you know, you have to look at everything as an individual.
1: Yes, I totally agree with you on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But what amazing experience that you had. I mean, did it make you like think, oh my God, who else can I talk to?
1: Yes. Yeah. Actually, uh, yes. I continued to try to do automatic writing. And I say try because I while I did it, I had other things start to come through and give me messages. Sometimes it was angels, sometimes it was other spirits, and I, I got a little confused because I was so young and I and I had had no training. Mm. I I got confused what was coming through, but I did um, have um, after a few months, my great grandmother also came through. Mm and she had a message to tell my grandmother she came in very strong and said i want to say tell her i'm sorry can you please tell her i'm so sorry for the way i treated her and it was uh is very incredible is very incredible
0: yes Wow and and was it at that time did you think what is wrong with me or did you know what you were doing like did you know that you were connecting or did you wonder what what was happening? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Am I got these special powers?
1: (laughs) Right I kind of was like why is this happening what is going on and it did open my my uh Curiosity, so I kept wanting to learn more and more. What is this? And as you, as I researched um, at automatic writing, then I learned about all those different other psychic phenomenon that you can do and learn, and um, that started my journey.
0: Wow, it's amazing. I know you touched on it briefly about your parents being Catholic, but did they have any spiritual experiences themselves that they talked about maybe later on, or did yeah. did they?
1: Oh, i i more open now <laughs> they well so when i was younger they did not um talk to me about any of this stuff we grew up catholic so we went to church and right. you know we we learned all of that but um they didn't have any um spiritual experiences that they ever talked about but however when i got older I found out on my mother's side, my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother, they actually used pendulums a lot. Mm -hmm. And so they used pendulums for things to find precious metals. They would go into mines and look for precious uh, gold, gems, and all sorts of stuff. So they would use pendulums to locate things. And um, my grandmother also shared with me, they used, they did use a local healer when someone was sick or hurt. Wow! Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that they were open to it. And yeah. um, yeah, So as I got older and I got more into this, um, I, my parents would see me going to week-long classes and stuff and ask me, they would ask me a little bit about what I was doing. And um I opened up and I was able to share with them and a few times I've done healings on my parents pain and um so now now they are really supportive they they come to some of my classes they uh they've been really great
0: that's fantastic and it must be in your family then mustn't it in the ancestrals it must be linked and that's yes that you've got the gift
1: Yes, and I I have not been able to discover any more about you know how far back it was or did yes. what anybody practiced, but yeah, it's it's got to be there.
0: <laughs> no, definitely something that you can maybe look into the future
1: um, about. Yes. And, and I have, uh, I just wanted to share, I have two small boys and what's really awesome is they've known since they were born that I'm a healer and psychic and it's just normal for them. And they are very, they're intuitive and they, um, I've got to share with them so they could use this in their lives and what they're they've got to learn it at an early age, which I think is pretty cool.
0: It is very cool. And it, and it is great because then it brings them out because I feel children are spiritual anyway when they're born. I think every I think they all got that light on and it's yeah. what's around them, whether that dims it or brings it out more. So you've brought it out for them.
1: Yes. Yeah, I wanted them to just know it's a good thing and and just to develop their own talents and abilities.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. So, did you have a significant experience when you felt this is it. I have to be a medium. I've got to do this <laughs> full time.
1: <laughs> yes, I did. So, as I was as I was practicing and learning all this different stuff, I would work on friends. And when I got a little bit older, I had a good friend who um, had some abuse and trauma when she was a child Mm -hmm. and she asked me, can you please um, try to connect to my mother and bring her in? And so I did, I was able to connect with her and she came in and my friend asked her mom a bunch of questions. Why did you let this happen? Why, what were you thinking? And When her mother spoke, she brought, her mother brought in her perspective of what her life was and where she came from and, and how she did think she was doing better. And, and it was, it was actually, it was really an aha moment for my friend where she thought, oh my gosh, okay. I understand. I get it now. Yes. And I saw my friend have such a great healing and closure from that communication. Yes that i knew that if i opened up to this that it could bring a lot of help to a lot of people out there.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No, definitely. And i think that's what having a mediumship sort of sit is about. It's not necessarily i must speak to that person and they must tell me that they love me and all that. It it, it goes much deeper, doesn't it? It goes really deep into the childhood and 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 certain circumstances that have happened over the family. And a lot the what I get is when people passed over and they weren't there to say goodbye as well. You know, lots of things like that as well. But I think, you know, it goes, it's deeper, isn't it? It's not just, you know, oh, I love you, but, you know, I'm glad you're here. It there There is a lot more negotiation and communication these days, I feel.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah.
0: Especially with COVID and um, people have, in England, I don't know what it's like in US, but when it was going on for the last two years, when people passed over, their families weren't allowed in the UK hospitals. So I had a lot of of people coming to me wanting to say their goodbyes because they never said it because they weren't allowed. And that was really
1: sad. Yeah, that that was so traumatizing for so many people. Yeah, I agree. Yes.
0: So when you made that decision, what sort of development path did you follow? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I giggle a little bit cause I, I'll be, I'll be honest. Um, you know, so as I was opening up to all of this stuff, I started to feel things I couldn't explain. So part of my gift was I feel energy and Um, so when I was a teenager, I would get really bad chronic stomach aches and it went into my twenties where I would get very sick and I didn't understand because I could feel energy, but I couldn't see it. I couldn't. So I didn't understand where it was coming from. And for a long time, I thought it was a curse at first. Yes. I thought it was a curse. And I honestly tried to shut it off. I was like, I don't want this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to, I don't want to feel that person's pain. I don't want to know there's a spirit in this room. And I tried to turn it off and it, it didn't work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, there's no, when you gifted, I don't think there is a proper off switch, if that makes sense. (laughs) We can go, you know, we can, we can try and contain it. But I think when you're gifted, you're always open in a degree.
1: Yeah, yes. And so after I kind of moved past that and became more accepting of, hey, this, it is what it is. Let's see what I can do with it. And then I started to um I used my guidance and I started to learn every healing modality that I possibly could because one I wanted to heal myself and understand what this was that I was experiencing and um, but two, I was wanting to know how I can help other people too. so for uh, as soon as I turned 18, I went out and I started, taking different courses and studying wow. with different people around the world I loved I got to do your intuition course or mediumship course and learn about all of that too it was it, it was really it, it became fun yes. to start to learn all these different things and meet different people and how they use tools to heal and yes. help themselves and help others
0: yes I think it's important I mean I You know, when you're gifted, some people say, oh, you don't need to go down the development road. But I feel you do, in my view, because, yes, you've been brought up in it. I was the same as you. I had my first experience when I was about four and then a real proper experience when I was nine. And it's like... But you don't really know, and you just need guidance, don't you, whether what is happening to you is is normal in, in the world <laughs> of being yeah. a medium. Um, so I think it is relevant that, you know, developing is a good thing.
1: Yes, yeah, that's what, just learn as much as you can and yeah. let your guidance just take you where you need to go.
0: Fantastic. So at what point then did you think, right, I'm going to do this full time? <laughs>
1: Oh, I, this is a fun story because um so what I did for a long time, my daytime job was accounting. I was an accountant.
0: Right.
1: And uh so I just naturally started having clients come to me. They just started us uh, just strangers started coming to me and I picked up more and more. So for for a good stint of two years, I was accounting during the daytime and doing, um, energy work and healing and mediumship and nights oh. and weekends. Wow. So it, I got, I burnt myself out a little bit oh. <laughs> and my husband sat down with me one day and said, you know, this is just too much. You need to Yes. You need to pick just one. And he goes, I know what you should pick, but you you need to pick one and just move forward with it. And I knew that when I fully embrace who I am yes. and I am working with a client, I feel fantastic. They feel fantastic. I feel like I, I I just feel like I'm doing my sole purpose. Yes. So we made the transition. I left my other job and started doing this full time because it just it just yes. was the right thing to do.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think you'd be guided anyway by your guys and, or, you know, um, the universe in doing that because you are very gifted and we need light workers like you.
1: Yes. Especially over the last few years when COVID hit, I feel like the whole world's been shaken up. Everybody somehow was affected by this time period. And physically, mentally, emotionally, there's so much coming to the surface now that there's a lot of people out there that need help. And I know over here in the States, our medical facilities, our um, psychologists, everybody is overwhelmed and bombarded. And I feel like I'm doing my part to help the world heal now.
0: Yes, no, absolutely. I think so too. And I think COVID did bring up a lot of People with more anxiety um, and wanting to think there must be something else out there.
1: Oh, absolutely. I feel like whenever you're faced with a serious health crisis or death, if death is right there in front of you, you really look at life differently. You really start to analyze where am I? What's going on? Where do I need to be? Is this how I want to live my life? You know? all those questions, I feel like started to come up for so many people.
0: No, definitely. So we'll hear about your intuitive work. What do you feel the difference is between being psychic or intuitive?
1: Oh, I love this question. (laughs) It's a good question.
0: (laughs) I think a lot of people want this question, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I look at intuition as being a natural part of everybody. It's a an inner GPS that's going to guide you and protect you while you're here on earth. And um, I feel that it's, it's, it's a sixth sense that we all have yes. and everybody's wired different. So it's a little bit different for each person. Yes. And as we kind of talked about before, as people start to grow up, sometimes they either turn it off or shut it down Yes, or Or I know there's a lot of us who've had a, a a knowing, like, I need to do this. And then you don't, and you wish you would have, and you're like, why didn't I trust myself? So I look at intuition as that, just that inner knowing. And then being psychic is taking some of those talents and really developing them, learning them, growing them and, and, um, using them to help the world yes yeah absolutely. what are what's your thoughts
0: you No, know, absolutely i agree i think with intuitive say you pick up a a card you you might sort of say if you're, you're looking um at a tarot card for example and you're intuitive and you can Pick it up. You might just think, "Oh, that that feels sort of a happy card." But if you're psychic, you'll be able to maybe ask the question and look a bit deeper um, into, say, um if you want a question about your boyfriend or your wife or whatever, and sort of work to develop a little bit more if that makes sense. So I feel that intuitive is really good. I think you can absolutely be a intuitive reader, but like you say expand you expand more when you use your psychic development
1: right you you know how to handle different situations and and really get to the truth of something and how what you need to do yes
0: yes no definitely and I think you then expand that so someone says you know am I going to be with my boyfriend for uh, uh, you know um all my life the intuitive side would say well yes but the psychic side would say, "Well, yes, but there's going to be a dip here, and a, a it's going to be great here, and they might give some times, or they might sort of say what the struggle is at the particular time." So you can go, yes, you go more in depth. I yeah. feel. Um, oh,
1: absolutely. I I notice what I tell people is. It's truly like a muscle, this spiritual side, you have to work it out. You have to practice it and practice it and practice it and build it and grow it. So you, you can feel and know and understand all these, uh, deeper meanings and information.
0: And it's trusting you when you're intuitive, you have to trust that, I believe, you know, you have to trust that intuitive feeling, because then you take that into your psychic work. Because if you don't trust it, then that's when you're like, Oh, was that right? Was that not? Did I should have said that? Should I not? So it's trust in your intuition.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. No, I, I feel that it's um, in England, Annie, there is lots of different sort of you're psycho, intuitive, and then the people are a little bit confused about what it means. Because in England, a lot of people say, um, I'm an intuitive medium. So do you feel you can be one or the other? Or is there such thing as an intuitive medium? Or do you think that's just a title?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. You know, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's just a title because I look, when I look at medium, I think of someone just straight channeling an answer. Yes. But if you're doing that, if anybody's channeling an answer, what we kind of talked about before, what happens is a lot of times a healing needs to take place or closure or emotions come up from your client that really need to be healed or released. And I believe that's when your intuitive side needs to kick in and help you yes. guide that person to really um, putting the two together—the healing and the message. Yes,
0: no, definitely. I, I I totally agree, and I think you know when you're intuitive, you're expanding your psyche. So it do, it does work together, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yes yeah I do. I had a, another client that just popped into mind that um, uh, you know again, she was this abuse abuse survivor and wanted to speak to her father. Why? Mm-hmm. Why did you do this to us? Yes. You know, and I could have just brought the message in. Yes. And he explained a lot, but when I was listening to him explain, I saw this family pattern through all right for passed down over and over and over again and I said to her can I do a healing on your family so this doesn't carry on any longer. Wow. And it was some karma karmatic ties and things. So um when I hear the word intuitive medium I think of putting it all together.
0: Yes. Totally. Yeah. And yes, absolutely. And so you're an intuitive coach and that obviously means you put it all together. So could you explain to our listeners, what is your role? How do you see your role?
1: Yes. Well, the first role, when I say intuitive coach for myself, is that I want to teach people how to use their intuition. Right. For all of those people that have shut it down, I want to show them if you use your intuition, you're going to make things a little easier and better for yourself. Yes. And so that's the first thing is I look at, I'm I'm going to teach you how to do this. Yes. Um, and so to be honest though it's it's a nice title for here over in the states to say actually i'm a psychic and i can coach you through your problems yes
0: i think it's a perfect a perfect um way of 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 sort of promoting yourself saying that because i think it will bring lots of other different people to towards you maybe not psychic but that that i think that's a a good name um to be honest and i think you know i don't know where about you are in us and how open they are spiritually but sometimes in england you know you have to go in like that gently and then every and the universe will open it up who comes to you
1: Yes, I agree. If people hear intuition, um, they just think differently about it. And, yes. and I know if I say I'm psychic, I can feel everybody hesitate, oh. like, whoa. <laughs> 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 Stay That's away from happens. me. Yeah, but if I yeah, if you say, Oh, I'm intuitive and yes. I, you know, I usually lead in with I can tell you need some help with this. Yes then they're like, oh, okay, let's explore that more. But yeah, yeah, I just, if I know it over here, sometimes that religious belief really can block someone from getting that extra help that they need. And you're right, it's a gentle way to...
0: It's a lovely way of, of of doing it, definitely. And you know, a lot of like we said before, a lot of people in lockdown, they're wondering there must be something, something else out there, but they wouldn't necessarily just rush to a psychic medium, but they would go to an intuitive coach.
1: Yes. So yeah. I think
0: that's I think that's really good. Really good. So what brought you to this? Like, did you have this moment? I must call myself intuitive coach. What did you have a vision? Or did it just sort of come to you just like that?
1: Yes, actually, yes. I was just very inspired one day, I was kind of meditating and playing in energy. And I had this inspiration that I don't want anybody to ever feel what I felt going through things and, and what happened, you know, just, I don't want anybody to f- to feel bad or sick or not okay, yes. and so my goal is: I want to empower people. I want to empower people uh, through sessions and classes. I want to teach them the skills and the tools, yes, so that they don't feel stuck in life. Mm. Uh, there's so many people that feel just trapped by their circumstances. Oh, yes. And so, what really said, I'm going to be an intuitive coach is I want to show as many people that you can change your life, you can shift mm-hmm. things. There is a way to move through them, and you have the power to do that, you have the abilities to do yes. that.
0: Yes. And absolutely. So, what technique would you like to share with the listeners that will help them to use their own intuition, Annie?
1: Yes, I have. I have two that I'd like to share today. Would okay. we have enough time for both of them? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So the the very first two things I always teach people. The first one I'm going to start with is you have how important it is to connect to the light. And now when I say that most people say, Oh, so I have to meditate 30 minutes to connect to the light. And I say, No, 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 no. (laughs) What when I say connect to the light is I want you basically to plug your energy in to this universal energy, this universal consciousness that runs through all things. And And I want to teach people that you don't have to sit down and meditate for a long time to be able to do it. Mm. It can be very quick. It can be very fast. Yes. So can we walk um, everybody through it real quick? Paula, is that okay? Oh, yeah,
0: it'd be amazing. Thank you.
1: All right. Awesome. Okay, so everybody, I want you to uh, just take a minute and take a deep breath. So this is how easy it can be to connect to the light. All you have to do is start by taking your energy up from the top of your head, and I want you to shoot it up into the sky about 300 feet above you where you see, sense, or feel the light. So... Everybody is wired differently, so it could come across as you see bright colors or a white, pearly, iridescent light. You may feel tingly, or you just might sense this is where I need to connect. However you feel it, I want you to grab a hold of that energy, and I want you to pull it in down through the top of your head. Bring that energy all the way back down and through the top of your head. And allow it to go down and just kind of sink into every single cell of your body. Allow that light to come into your eyes, your mouth, your throat. Opening and awakening you so you can see the truth and speak the truth. And allow that light to come into your shoulders and down into your arms and allow it to go down into your chest, opening and awakening you so you can feel love and share love with the world. Allow that light to go down into your stomach, opening and awakening you so you can stand in your truth, stand in your power. Allow that light to go down into your hips and allow it to sink down into your legs, your knees, and your feet, into every cell of your body, helping you be able to move through the world with ease and grace. And once your body is completely filled with this light, I want you to also now take the energy from the bottom of your feet and push it down into the middle of the earth. The middle of the earth energy to me feels like very supportive energy, like mother's love or a big warm hug. It's a very comforting energy supportive energy where you feel like someone has your back and that you're safe. Um, If you're a seer, I have had people say they see crystals or pyramids. Other people feel like they're standing in a cave of, of beautiful, bright energy, but however you see, sense, or feel it, I want you to grab a hold of that energy and I want you to pull it back up through the ground into your feet And allow it to come all the way up your legs, your hip, your stomach, your chest, your throat, and to the very top of your head. And once you have that energy from the middle of earth pulled all the way back up, I want you to take all of your energy now and I want you to push it out from you 360 degrees At minimum, 10 feet around you. I'm going to have you expand your energy, if you can, a little bit further. If you can fill your room, that would be fantastic. And if you can go past your home, that's even better. And then if you're ready for it, if you can expand across your city, your country, and out into the world, I want you to challenge yourself to push your energy out as far as you can. And when you're ready, just take a deep breath and know that you are completely connected from above and below. And you are connected to the energy of all things. Now, I did it a little sl- uh, slower, but like if you're in a time crunch and you have a minute, you can go up, grab some white light, pull it in, go down, grab some blue light, put it on, push out and then head on out for your day.
0: <laughs> That's a wonderful concept. It is funny because when I was doing it and I looked at you, you had this, sele- this silver light right over you.
1: Oh, that is so awesome. I've never had anybody tell me that. No, I'm telling you, it was, it was like, wow. It does. It brings in the light. And, you know, it may, if you are just starting out, it may take two or three days, yes. but really, if you can do this three, four, five times a day, you're going to notice, and I promise this, a shift. Yes. In your energy in your feeling, like you'll notice if you're kind of feeling off or maybe a little sad, once you connect, you're gonna feel a little bit of a yes. ah yes. relaxed, peaceful. And I like
0: the fact you bring it way out because I think you can build on that, can't you? you can you know you can get it stronger and you could sit in it and build it even up even more maybe and you know but pushing it out, I think is brilliant because that stops picking up on other people's energies.
1: It does. And, you know, that was one of my hardest concepts to learn for a long time, because a lot of people contract their energy. Yes, they do. And when you do, you're allowing other energy to come closer to you. Yes. So the further out you are, you are already transmuting any negative energy right away and it's not going to come near you and you're not going to feel it as much. And and you're spreading that light actually helps other people, too. Oh,
0: absolutely! That was wonderful. That wasn't. Yeah. You've
1: got can another I, one for us as well. <laughs> can I do one more exercise too? Yeah,
0: that's amazing.
1: So my next, my next exercise, I just want to share with everybody, especially if you're just starting out using your intuition. It really helps if you have a yes or no in order, a way to. Get questions answered at first, um, especially if you don't trust what you're getting in your mind. Mm. So there people use pendulums and there's all sorts of different muscle testing that you can use to get yes or no answers. But my favorite one that is super quick and easy is a standing yes or no. So um, mm. everybody's body has a natural current running through it. And that natural current allows you, if you say, ask a question and the answer is yes or true, your body will lean forward.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And if you say no or false, or if the question's no or false, you'll sway backwards.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: And a quick side note, if you don't go anywhere, it means maybe or ask the question a different way because sometimes it's more than just a yes or no. (laughs) But so what I do is once you connect to the light, um, I'll just audience if you're in a safe space, what you can do is stand up. And if it's hard to stand, you are more than welcome to sit in a seat. If you're if you're some people have a you know, if you have a foot or leg problem, please feel free to sit but I want you to say out loud, this is my yes. And notice what your body does. If you say, this is my yes, it should start to lean forward. And everybody's a little different. So starting out, you might only get a slight nudge forward.
0: I'm getting a rocking. Can you see?
1: Yes. I've, I've never done this before. This is very... <laughs> I'm going like this. That's my yes. (laughs) You're getting, yes, you're getting a, yeah, you're getting a strong yes. (laughs) And then if you say, this is my no, you should start to feel yourself lay back, lean backwards. And so Paula's actually bringing up a good point right now. She's getting no side to side. Yes. How cool is that? (laughs) Yes. So your body will give you a no answer. So once you have those, you can play with the energy by even saying, my name is, if I say, my name is Annie, I should get a yes. And if I say, my name is Samantha, I get a no. Wow. Once you have that, then start practicing it a little bit with Easy questions like Do I need to drink more water today? Yes or no? I'm guessing a yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's more no water. Oops. Yes, get your one. <laughs> I got a yes too, to be fair. So I know I'm a little dehydrated today <laughs> too. Or do I need more vitamin C? you know do i do i need more sleep you can start asking those questions that those things will help you trust your yes and no's yes. but also if you listen to that intuition and follow it and drink the extra water and take the vitamin C if you are told to do that you're going to start to feel better you're going to start to notice you you feel better your mood is better just by those little questions there doing the yes and no
0: I really love that, Annie. That's amazing. And you, you answered all those questions, and I'm being shown yes for everything.
1: <laughs> so Paula's going to take some vitamin C after this and drink a whole bunch of water and get some sleep. You know, and at six o'clock every evening. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's close to bedtime
0: then. <laughs> I was That surprised me, because I was just literally, it just started rocking
1: Oh, that is so awesome. That's what I love. And so I do want to tell people if you try this and you're like, oh, I don't know, it's not really working for me. Keep, keep doing it. It will work. Yes. And one small tip that I have for people is our bodies are almost like a compass. Yes. So I have people turn to face North. Mm-hmm. So wherever North is from where you're standing face North and then do the yes or no again. And that tends to to pull your body in the right gravitational pull. Oh
0: right. Wow. I love so, I love that. That is really cool. And do you use that yourself on a daily basis?
1: <laughs> I do. I actually do. I I have a funny story. Um so I was uh in my accounting job, I was in a meeting and I was feeling someone's energy so I started asking yes or no questions and I didn't realize I was rocking so much that afterwards my boss was like, okay, so did you not agree with what we were talking about? And I said, Oh no, no, no. I totally agree. I, I didn't even know how to explain why I was getting, you know, I didn't even realize I was doing it and they could see it. I just, I was so worried about who was feeling what out there that. um, Yeah. So yes, I do do that a lot for quick yes and no's. And the awesome thing is, as we talked about building your psychic abilities, yes. the more you use that, you're just going to know. You'll start mm-hmm. to know a yes or no and not even need to sway or rock. You're just going to mm-hmm. know, oh, the answer is yes, I do need more water. Yes. That's, and that's how you start to build that psychic muscle.
0: Oh, that's, um, that's amazing. So how did you tell, what did you say to your boss then that you, did you say you were just a bit unbalanced? How did you, how did you
1: tell them what you were doing? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was so embarrassed, Paula. I just said, I just said, I apologize. I was thinking about other things and I just kind I was worried about other stuff. So no, I totally agree with what you said. I'm so sorry. I won't let that happen again. <laughs> I guess I wasn't ready to tell him, hey, I'm psychic and I'm no. scanning people during our meetings. No.
0: <laughs> Obviously, no. <laughs> so, say um, for someone listening, they, and they think, oh, wow, she's amazing. I'd like to go for a session. Do you do them over Zoom as well? Because obviously, well, we, the podcasts go all over the world. So, do you do Zooms as well?
1: Yes, absolutely. I do do Zooms. I can take, a, we can do it just by phone or I can do it by a Zoom call. I love that. I already do that right now. Absolutely. And um, so, I have connected with people all over the world that way. So, yes, I am open for that. Um, yeah, yes.
0: And what would they expect? So talk me through sort of a session. If they first come to you, would you say they'd have to have six sessions or do you just see what happens? Do you just read everyone differently?
1: Yes. Okay. So I do read everybody differently because again, everybody's wired differently. And what I like is when someone comes to me for a session, um, I love them to pick one or two things that they really want to work on. So whether it's a health issue, a relationship problem, a career you don't like, whatever it might be, what I do is I instantly, I'm when I have that person, I scan into their body and into their energy field to figure out what's going on, what needs to shift. And everybody's kind of unique and different on what they will need to do or what needs to happen or what healing needs to come in. So for example, if say you, you have a lower back pain that you really need to get worked on. And if you, if you come, the first thing I do is I scan into the tissue, the cells, the nerves, the spine and the bones. And I really take a look at what physical damage is there in the body first. Right. And then the next set that not the next session, but the next part of that is to find out, well, what caused that injury in the first place? Yes. So I do a healing. And then I figure out because our bodies are made to work perfectly. Yes. So I know if something is not going right, there's something in your world that needs to be shifted. So that sometimes what that leads to is more sessions, because, you know, you could, I don't know, I'm just, feeling this if you have lower back pain if you're worried about money and then you're worried about money because you don't like your job and you yes. know it just it can so sometimes it can take uh, a yeah. multiple sessions to clear everything out but it's unique and different to everybody
0: oh that's that's wonderful so finally um Annie what are you offering at this time so what other things can you offer through that um and where can people find you
1: Yes. So right now I have a special, um, on a one-on-one session packages where if you buy more than one, you can get a discounted rate. Wow. So I have that right now. And I have, um, I have posted some of my upcoming classes that I will be teaching about intuition and, and there's different ranges. So you kind of can read what's beginner, what's middle and, and some of the other things, yes. but there. are all on my website. So if you go to anniebrison.com and go to products, scroll all the way down, and then you can click on the products or read about the different classes or sign up for a session. And, um, yeah, so I have all of that available today right now for you. And if you have more questions, you can always send me a message to, you can go to my website um, send me a message and I'd be happy to kind of um, help you with anything else that you might want to know about.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Well, it was, well, it was so amazing to talk to you, Annie. I, I have to say your light is absolutely shining
1: through and I feel really
0: light. It's like, whoa
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you paula i feel like we brought in some really good energy today there's so much great energy and i hope that's radiating out to everybody else out there in the world and everyone listening to this right now
0: yeah no absolutely and so thank you so much for coming on the spiritual surgery podcast and i think you've helped you know, a lot of people understand what an intuitive coach is. And I think talking about your experiences and everything will really help the listeners. So thank you so much, Annie, for coming on the show. It's been wonderful to talk to you.
1: Thank you, Paula, so much. I've had a great time. It's so great to speak with you too. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Spiritual Surgery Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, just send us an email to spiritualsurgery at thepsychicclinic.com